Hello and welcome back to another episode of Into the 99, where we've got 99 cards because Commander's number one. I am one of your hosts, Daniel. I'm joined with Brian Slothy and Sherman. Brian, how are you doing? Oh, not bad on yourself there, sir. Oh, I'm doing good. Busy week. The uh, wasn't busy, but it was just long hours because everyone's trying to deliver in the one window that's available during holiday season, basically. Yeah, uh, you've been a very quiet boy, so I assume that you've been very busy. Oh, just living the dream. Yeah. And Slothy, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing pretty well. I did not have a very busy week. Um, been off all week. That's good. So that's been fun. Nice to get a little bit of time that's... off, actually. Mm-hmm. The holiday dream. Mm-hmm. And how about you, Sherman? Did you get any time off or were you working? Um, Kind of both, to be honest. So I had like three days off for the Christmas. And now I'm back to work. And then my boss is gone. So now I'm in charge. Hate that you're the boss now. Time. <laughs> you gave yourself a promotion, right? Well, you know, like I love my job at the same time. Like he knows that I hate being the boss. <laughs> well, that's fair. <sighs> yeah, it's been uh, it's been a quiet season for everyone. It's just been it's been nice, good holidays this year. It's not very cold out here for us, which is kind of nice. Surprising, mm-hmm. actually, that we only got like two snowfalls, and that's been about it. Well, yeah, two last big year ones. we were like, yeah, last year we were really deep, like five like four to five feet at times if i recall yeah we had a lot of snow it wasn't great mm-hmm. yeah actually i think dan you were mentioning that the last year like when you were driving like the the roads were a lot worse compared to this year well it was minus 40 last year oh that's very true yeah yeah so that usually does it yeah the roads right now have just been clear like it hasn't been i think it's been under minus five for the majority of december mm-hmm yeah weird <laughs> huh, but anyways um this will be our new year's episode by the time this is out i believe new year's eve episode oh, but yeah same 31st. thing first yeah so happy new year's to everyone we wanted to wish everyone hopefully people enjoyed their holiday time and hopefully they get more of it hopefully the next year is really good for everyone if you've got any resolutions hopefully they go well kind of thing um, we wanted to do what we do every New Year's, basically, which is talk about just the state of the format. Like I, I always call it our, I jokingly call it our state of the union. And uh, we just talk kind of about the year in magic, what we what we liked with it, what we didn't like with it. It's not not specifically so much about individual cards that are our favorite, but but just about how the game is and stuff and where the format's at. So I'll I'll jump right into it and I'll just open the floor you guys let me know does anyone have anything any thoughts about the year i had three points actually that i was able to come up with um like through like playing the games because like this would be like my first like full year of release and playing through um since really coming back to magic again um the power creep was real um but the games that that have been played have still been really fun um, so I thought those two kind of really tied together, like even through the different play groups playing at uh, events and so on. The you can see the cards and like how everyone's using them. That the power levels are kind of uh, again increasing. Plus, we're seeing the power in the cards that are getting printed. But uh, the games themselves have still been a lot of fun, and people are still playing to what they're seeing on the board. Um, and then lastly, um, I think the big win for me this year um, was the the Lord of the Rings set. I, I felt that I brought a lot of 
um, just flavor into the format. I feel that it, because we're seeing a lot of these universe um, beyond sets and stuff like that, um, that are coming out. It itself had more flavor in the fantasy or uh, the the magic kind of world to me. Um, so I thought that was a real big win because it brought a lot of flavor. And I feel like it brought a lot of new players into the format as well. Um, seeing that they can build their, like they're one of their favorite uh, stars or um, characters from Lord of the Rings. Um, I know the Doctor Who series brought in a few of my old friends from out east. They're playing um, Commander, actually. Um, so, and they mentioned that the Doctor Who stuff was kind of what they they liked. Um, they're they're actually starting to watch all of the series and everything. Um, so, I feel like the it has been a win. More players have been coming into the format. Um, and that's my rant so far. That's my that's my three pieces. <laughs> That's fair with the with the Doctor Who stuff. Like it's another kind of controversy on it is that they only printed the cards really in uh, collector boosters or the decks. The decks that were, I did not like. Yeah, the decks were really underprinted in general. Uh, they did really really power creep stuff with like cards like Everybody Lives, which would be a staple if it was accessible. But it's not. Yeah. It's only in it's in only one of the decks, and then like I said, mm-hmm. the collector boosters, which were just crazy price. So they keep printing these things. Like it almost feels like they want you to proxy at the point like of what they're doing. They're just like, you know, you can't get these cards, but mm. but we can abyssal proxy or abyssal proxy shop. <laughs> yeah, like it's just the there's there's a bunch, and then uh, Sherman mentioned like uh, he he did say like the layoffs and stuff, and that was that was a good point. That I I was like, yeah, we don't need to mention, but but it was a good point and stuff, especially because I looked at it. And the timing of the layoffs that uh, like Wizards is laying off a ton of people, but like it's right after like announcing like, look at this new card, a loose in the giving holiday spirit, giving you unemployment benefits, maybe giving you promotion to customer. Yeah, that, like it was it, it was definitely like a pretty shocking thing for people. And it's not a good time to lay people off like the holidays. Mm-hmm. Any company. No, doing, never yeah, any company doing holiday layoffs. That's not. That's not looked happily upon. So a lot of them kind of got like six month walking papers is what it looks like. So it's a little hard to enjoy your like your holidays being like, hey, you're going to need a new job pretty soon. But whatever. Well, with that, mm-hmm. like it, it's hard to like, I don't know about the rest of you guys. I don't know about anyone else. But for me, it's like it's hard to support the game when one, the company keeps on raising prices Two, the company keeps on bringing out super exclusive things that they're catering to the whales. Three, you have them doing things like, like remember like Magic 30th, where they're giving it out to people. Yeah, that, like gave it to the content like, creators. Like, like, super rich, don't need it. Yeah, gave you it know? to like, like the Post Malones and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. Cassius Marsh. Like no offense to those guys, I love them, but you know, like they don't need them, you know? And then like you hit you hit us with like uh, this news that you guys are laying off people. It's like, but it feels, but at the same time, you guys had like a record year for magic and D and D like, uh, like it, 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 as much as I love the format and as much as I love magic, it's, if it's hard to be like, yeah, I support these guys, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's just like, it's kind of a little bit demoralizing. Like you want to support the, 
the game. You want to support your LGS. You want to do all this stuff, right? But LGSs keep on buying, like they're forced to buy certain products, you know, like, like March of the Machine Aftermath. Like I, I feel sorry for LGS for that. <laughs> you know, that was that's a bum one. But like at the same time, like Lord of the Rings was a huge hit. You know, mm-hmm. so and everyone was basically sold out constantly. So like it's it's really really hard to support the the game when you keep on getting hit like this constantly. It's a lot of feel bad mm-hmm. moments for certain certain players. Yeah. Well, from from a sealed standpoint, like you said, there's there's no point in buying sealed. Like one of the biggest problems of the year, a two for a two part of this was Commander Masters in general. But it's that the like they they printed some of the best cards from Commander Masters just for no reason again in the next set, like in Wilds of Eldraine. Like they gave us like they're like doubling season chase card, and people are like, okay, that's great. And then before it even came up, they're like, we're printing it again with anime artworks and different foilings and like so if if you're chasing a doubling season right that's the point of a reprint set is like oh i can't get these cards it's not like ah well it'll be in this set the next set maybe two sets from now who could say right Mm -hmm. so oh god talking about commander masters i i was super disappointed with with that set like it is a set that every single one of us looks forward to every year but the reason why I was like it, it was a powerful set don't get me wrong you know the, yeah. the pre-cons were dope oh yeah my the pre-cons problem were good. was the price point i at that time i'm i'm strapped for cash you know i want to get one but i can't because you know paying the bills is more important and like you're mm-hmm. I'm used to seeing the pre-cons that are like, you know, $40, $50, $60 kind of deal. Yeah, these ones are like $110, $120, $140, you know, things like that. Like, I might as well just not buy it and be like, okay, I'll just build something else. Yeah, the the Sliver deck, I think, cost me $150 when it first came out. And I absolutely would not have sprung for the Guff one if it wasn't at the face-to-face event. It was just not worth it. Looking like, looking at online right now, the first site I saw five hundred bucks for four forty seven uh, and then shipping to buy the four decks. It's crazy. Yeah, then that if you think about it, that's been yeah. the third or fourth commander's set that's come out with that price point because we had the Warhammer yeah. ones. Uh the Warhammer ones like, weren't that expensive though. They were, they were about three hundred dollars for all of them. No, they were like one fifty a pre order, they just sold out. Yeah, yeah. And so then, the um, exclusive, the 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 not printing enough drove it because I I wasn't able to buy any of them because I didn't want to spend ninety dollars for a single precon. Yeah, but that that's because wrong. they sold out. This was their price point to put these out. Yeah, like the this was just the price point of it. Like the I don't think I've seen the Zula Doc less than one eighty anywhere. No, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, you ha- you paid how much for the Sliver deck? Uh, 150 yeah it's still it's still right now retailing at like 160 before shipping and that's mm-hmm. not a feel good price point especially if this was no. maybe if it was just kind of like the commander release of the year and there was only four pre-cons maybe i could justify it but as i even then as i said then like the the mana base in the sliver deck was trash it was so bad mm-hmm. like you you had to buy that, and then what's the mana base in your sliver deck looking like right now? Three hundred bucks. 
yeah, the mana base is yeah, like three four hundred dollars. Yeah, right. And to function. maybe two lands that were in the precon are still in there. It yeah, if you had if you had a huge, huge basin of lands you weren't using in anything else, then then that made sense. But the the price point on those decks was just crazy. The price point on the boxes and the collector boosters was insane. And uh, the set sucked. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it was I'd, not a fun mm-hmm. time to open it. The the reprints were like I'm looking at it right now, and a draft booster box is still three hundred and eighty dollars right now. How do you move that? Jeez. You don't. That's a, the problem. A set booster box at five hundred dollars, and collectors at three hundred. Like that's nuts. Yeah, I'd rather spend that money getting a a draft box of Lord of the Rings and get together with a bunch of people and start drafting because that set was fantastic. But mm-hmm. Commander Masters for the price you have to pay, it's not worth it. I, I really wasn't excited for the Lord of the Rings stuff. I was like, eh, it doesn't seem great. And there was definitely like some controversies in general with the, like there was problems with the Lord of the Rings stuff for sure. But I found myself actually liking a lot of it. It was a well-designed set, regardless of if you like the story, there was something for mm-hmm. both magic players themselves and that there was sure power creep in it. But absolutely, like if I buy a $500 set booster and I'm cracking like Talran's, and and just worse art Talrans, not even like not even okay Talrans. The, <laughs> the pro, all of the, all of the profile face pictures all look silly. Like the the Gishath. No offense to whoever the artist was, there. I promise more talented than me. But it looks like it was drawn by a five year old. It, it doesn't look good. It looks kind of like the. Uh, uh, I don't remember, but I I for one actually really liked the uh, profile arts, except for Gishath. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Some they were, they were all pretty goofy looking. Like me, me and Slothy were talking about the Lord of the Rings set there um, a little while ago, and we mentioned like first off, like the first couple like spoilers that really came out, it was setting us up for just utter disappointment. It was not a a great time, but then like the, the the as cards came out, you could see the flavor was there and everything. So I think like at the at the beginning, it did not look so bueno. Um, but as we made our way through, like it really started coming together. Uh, and yeah, I still have a couple little things for the, the Lord of the Rings set, but overall, it was still positive in my books. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, again, go ahead. We, we've also got the uh, uh, memory, and I might take it as a little bit of bias on my end that we were in Edmonton during the set release, so I've got a little bit more of a soft spot for that because just because of that atmosphere that we were engulfed in for that entire release and it definitely helped push me along and being more positive about that set about uh, lord of the rings or yeah i just really want to like i just want to add the person who did that again horrendous it, it's a comma not gishath whatever they <laughs> yeah. also did like the really cool omnoth like you know omnoth locus of creation one of like the highest played cards they did the alternate version of that like the the, the frame version of that, they did the same thing with, like, the Nomada, the stained glass. They have some beautiful artwork. Like, they have the alt art of Lotus Cobra. Wonderful-looking artwork. Mm-hmm. And then they're just like, mm, get my child to draw this one. It was it was pretty bad. Like, it's the – everyone says all the time, like, oh, all they're doing is things for the whales. But, but I'm one of the magic whales. I buy everything. And I was like, no, this is bad. This is trash. Like, if you were to take out let's, – let's take out – Four cards from Commander Masters. Let's move Ur Dragon, which was expensive. Let's move Doubling Season. I think was Parallel Lives a Double Masters card? Yes. Uh, yeah. First time. No. Rejected. 
No. Oh, that no. was Wilds. It, Wilds. Okay, oh, so let, let's wild? let's move. Uh, let's just move Jeweled Lotus doubling season and that. They're, the packs are not worth it in any way. And the medallions. But again, though, the, I'm not buying five hundred dollar packs to crack yeah. ten dollar medallions. Yeah. yeah. They were previously a little bit more. They were about twenty dollars. They were like yeah, 20, twenty to thirty bucks. Yeah. And they're not that good. It's like the medallions are a, an okay reprint, but they're not that good. They're not good enough to make me spend five hundred on booster boxes. Yeah, they're not five hundred dollars good. Yeah. Like the the set should have just been chock full of like things commander players like care about. Like your shock lands. Give us the triumphs, like stuff those in there. Mm-hmm. G- give me some yep. playable value, not just like a chase card. Nobody likes no one likes seeing Jeweled Lotus at the table. There's no way around it. Like Jeweled Lotus is not a welcome card in Commander. People play it if they have it, but you don't see people like on their list being like Jeweled Lotus, Jeweled Lotus. Like it's it's not a one of card and everything. It's not the chase card Wizards thinks it is for competitive players, sure, but they all proxy. For some yeah. reason, I seemed like a Soul Ring was lacking as well. <laughs> I did a lot more of those. <laughs> Because, like, I think I opened up, I only opened up a draft box, which I picked up from the Calgary face-to-face event. Uh, I got a couple fetches, but really nothing of note from it. Like, I, I, I it was not, like, Wild Devil Drain was a much funner set to open than than the Masters. Oh, 100%. Which, sure, I, Sherman mentioned, even for this year, uh, Wild spoiled us. Um, just in general, like opening everything after Wilds of Aldrain, not as good, not as, not as, not as like fulfilling as pulling like four rares in a pack. In the top six cards of Commander Masters is Cyclonic Rift, a card that wasn't even that expensive. We'll be right back. Ever thought modern video games should be more interesting? At the Gaming Blender, we take randomized genres, mechanics, and make a new game every episode. I've added permadeath. We have a survival game of a hardcore simulation, which could be House Flipper, and with the permadeath of XCOM. And that all has to be an action adventure. Yes. Ooh, dear. Yes. And sometimes it doesn't quite work. And you you have a construction off over the course of the of the narrative. A construction off. The <laughs> way the way we can do this is that we ditch your idea entirely. Entirely. Check out the Gaming Blender on all your favorite podcast platforms now. But even then, yeah. a lot of people have stopped playing Cyclonic Rift. Good. Because Daniel keeps mm-hmm. killing them. Also. Good. But yeah, like it's still like Great Henge. Sure, that was a good reprint. I'm, I'm all right with that. But again, they had already reprinted it in the Lord of the Rings, did they not? Yeah, yeah. And then they also reprinted it in Wilds of Eldrain, I think. Yep. No, Eldrain um, was uh, Eldrain was Enchantments. Growing, so it, growing it, rights. Yeah, growing rights they did for sure. But again, mm-hmm. like it's the the top ones are Avacyn. Uh, it's Jeweled Lotus, Great Henge, Doubling Season, Avacyn, Fierce Guardianship. You can make an argument at least that Fierce Guardianship was good. Yep. Yeah, I mean that was only in the Commander 2020 before here. Again, another oh. like another silly exclusive thing, and that's that's a playable card. It's not a card I like. I I find it kind of feel baddie a lot of the time, but but at least you could justify that the free spells from the only Commander decks thing needed reprints. Like this would have been a I great feel- set to print um, the Walking Dead Commanders in. Uh, is what's it called? Was Dockside in this? Dockside was not yeah. in this. No. 
again, I don't, I don't, I don't really like Dockside. I'm not much of a Dockside player, but this would have been a great spot for it. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, I think, I think the Commanders could have been any of the promotional like one-off Commanders that they've ever printed that people can never get really get their hands on. Um, could have been put into any of these. Yeah, but like, then uh, then it's hard to it's hard to keep the value of those things up, right? Like the they've crashed true. the value of a lot of cards, right? So as a collector, it's not been a good time. Uh, if you're building a collection, it's been a great time. Mm-hmm. But if you have a collection, you've lost a lot of money this year. Uh, if you're a store trying again trying to sell pa- trying to sell packs of Commander Masters while it was jammed between the Lord of the Rings, which outsold everyone's expectation, and we'll talk about it in a sec. But on top of that, it just, ugh, it it was shoved in the middle of like the Lord of the Rings and Eldraine, and there's better cards in both. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. And the, and you only have to wait two months to get. <laughs> mm-hmm. My uh, my other thing I was gonna say is just straight out. Oh yeah, really quickly the the tabletop price to buy every card from every one off of every card is $800. So why would I spend 500 on a booster box? It's just, the value's not there. Like you're you're yeah. trying you're, you're trying to crack like oh like this is like Galaxy Mega Hyper Super Saiyan 8 foil of jeweled lotus. Like that's what everyone's having to try crack right now. It's like oh my my fancy card has a number in the bottom. It's serialized. It's one of 500. I'm like they there's 50,000 of them that 500 have a number. Who cares? Yeah, it all plays the exact same. Well, the the serialized that the serialized stuff has just never got me fired up because it's not they're yeah. not special artworks. It's not like serialized like one of like five hundred of this own artwork. It's just one of five hundred of the same artwork where like like the serialized stuff doesn't get me, and then shiny or shiny also doesn't get me. So no. with the serialized stuff, I don't know if you guys talked to the vendors at the face to face. I was talking to them a bit, and because like I overheard a bunch of conversations about people trying to trade in their serialized stuff and they don't want them because they can't get rid of them. No one's buying the serialized stuff. That's the problem, right? Like if if I can say something's worth like whatever I can, I could draw you all a card right now. Every listener, I could draw an individual card and I could price them all at $13,000. I value these all at $13,000. You get them on Patreon, go sign up. But that doesn't, if no one's buying it for $13,000, it doesn't matter what I say it is. Like it just, I, I could say it's a million dollar card. This is my one million dollar card. And if there's no market for it, listing it doesn't doesn't make me a millionaire. It makes me someone slightly better at art than the Zakama. That's bad artwork. It's <laughs> irredeemably bad. All of those were so terrible. I haven't seen a single one of them played. Like the they have like like pardon my language, but Neheb has a glory hole in his mouth. It just <laughs> yeah, yeah, go look that up. That's uh, I'm not wrong. Yeah, the, the Thunder we're just good. mentioned, we're, like... We're, we're, we're in five minutes, oh, yeah. five or more than five minutes into this episode, we're good. Glory oh, Hall is not a swear word. Uh, what's it called? It's, uh, but what I was going to say is that the... Uh, like, Thunder brought up a good point that some were... Like, sure, the Lord of the Rings serialized, like the Elven, Dwarven, uh, Soul hey, Rings, that kind of stuff. The human one, those... Sure, that was Chase, but that was another one of my big problems of the year is I, I hated that cracking packs hunt for the one ring. I didn't buy any of the Lord of the Rings stuff. I'm I'm done with sealed for the moment. I I don't like it, but how do you that like that serialized one, I get. I get that one. A one of one in one of its own artwork in a random pack that had been already offered for millions of dollars. It was but 
a it, lot it of, was tempting yeah but but again a lot of people just didn't they did print it on a good card i'll at least give it that the one ring has been crazy it, it, it is a card that does <laughs> that does warrant a ban. for the first time oh i have i have indestructibility <laughs> Well, you got protection from everything, right? Like that's one yeah. of the ones that I'll, uh, I just on YouTube, one of the recent games that went up was my Kenrith skip the turns deck, right? And uh, you have protection from everything till your next turn. Uh, okay. I just skipped my turns indefinitely. Yeah, it's the, the one ring was, uh, it is an overpowered card for commander, uh, Orcish Bowmasters. I feel the same way. It's, it's something that doesn't really hit the table, but it's, it's very strong, right? Like it's just pretty silly. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, like you got, Delighted Halfling. There's no reason that they just printed like Birds of Paradise on heroin. Yeah. Right? Like it's the, you could argue Birds always taps for one, but it's still like at its worst, it's a one mana pip that like, that still taps for colorless mana. So it's always going to accelerate you. One Mm -hmm. mana for any colorless and can't be countered. Crazy. Like that's just an insane ability to have printed on just a card. And they're like, here it is. Just whoop. Yeah. Slide that on in. Uh, there was a, there was a lot of good cards in the set. Like I said, that one was more fun to Time actually to open and play. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I think the food deck was the, I think, possibly the best designed oh. commander deck of all time. I definitely agree. Yeah, I cu- would agree with that one. Cutting cards from that one, it was that was a challenge from start to finish. Usually you crack a commander deck and it's very easy to be like, you know what? There's 30 cards I can pull from this. I, t- 20 of them are lands because they gave me 50. It's uh, like... But but this one was hard. This was this was like a, a solid, like a pretty solid mana base to start. Like you could upgrade your mana base a bit, but but pretty mm-hmm. good. And then the cards just fit. Upgrading it was difficult. Mm-hmm. Like, like you had to make actual sacrifices from a good list. It, it wasn't like like they didn't put Zatalpa in it. No, what's that? Is is Zatalpa the flying indestructible bird that they put in every precon that has white? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it has it has more printings than the planes. <laughs> like it's just it it's you know what I mean. They they're just giving them out. Mm-hmm. It, it so it it was a good deck, and then I've seen a lot of people like uh, the the orcs deck. People really really liked. Uh, there's there's, oh. there's pretty good ones in the what's it called the uh, elf voting one. That was a that was a pretty mm-hmm. interestingly put together deck. It it wasn't it was nowhere near the the level of. Uh, the the food deck but but it's still good yeah the i i have to say like the one of the flavor wins was that the cards that you actually get from the set upgrade the precons like you're not going outside of the set to really upgrade the the deck too much um so that's what i really enjoyed opening up the packs is because a lot of the cards that i actually get would work well within the precons. Um, I, I thought like you went through all the cards that I had and you basically built your own and it did phenomenal. Oh yeah. My, illegal my illegal commander. commander deck. I love that one. Mm. Yeah. That's just the, the fact that they made foods a playable type is pretty fun to me because it was always a, a trash one-off token. You wanted your clue token or your treasure token, right? Like if the, and then they're like, what if we just gave like, the food archetype nothing but gas just gas gas to the wall and let's just make it crazy and i don't think before the set people even knew that the foods gained you life who cared they were they were throwaway artifacts and now i'm playing and i slothy's gaining 80 life a turn and i don't know what i'm doing with it how am i getting through this 
or you're sacrificing the foods to make your to make your goose huge and biting my face with it. But that's what I mean, right? Like they they definitely gave a lot of love to like foods. They they made a lot of archetypes that weren't so playable playable, and that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in Wilds, then they came out with the uh, the cookie sculptor guy. So even again, making mm-hmm. foods um, that so food tokens under creatures that get plus two plus two. Um, so even kind of continuing the the growth there. Um, I just want to see more like one thing for like future for wizards, uh, just like more of like their original creature types. Like let's get some more cavus and worms and stuff like that going. I'm I'm sure we will. The my my biggest Correct. issue probably with the entirety of the year is uh they don't know what to do with the story. Like they they wrapped up the the Phyrexians were a big story villain they were a big baddie and they're like what if we were to wrap that up in like three sets just get it out of here let's move it on and uh like the the Mm. current the current thing we're on is the omen paths and that's the idea that now you don't need to planeswalk there's just like paths in between the different planes that other characters get and that's such an interesting way to make a story and then they've just gone out of their way like they've had to try to not make the story compelling they're like what if we like what if we made it like a clue based set and it was a uh, it was a murder mystery in the in the Markov or Karlov mansion, and there's a uh, there's new new clue equipment, and it's a pipe, and it's a knife. The knife's no, like I I am so excited for the the Ravnica clue. I'm not gonna lie for the murder the murder it, mystery. It is gonna be so campy, and I absolutely adore that. I mean, I get it, but like it's just the uh, they have the ability like for anything they can do like i like i've mentioned on many other wars kaldheim can just invade other places like the they are the viking place that's what they do right yeah they they can have like uh basically like places that are older uh ixalan for example right it's like a kind of like a beast ridden plane that Mm -hmm. clashing with like a kaladesh like the fine arts sophisticated intricate metal kind of stuff it's it's interesting but but Kaladesh has like mechs. They've got big walking mechs. How do you just be like, meh, we're gonna keep them here? I don't walk that far. Nuts. <laughs> like the Gear Hulks are like a pretty not it okay so much thing. To fuel them. That's what I mean. The Gear Hulks are a pretty not okay thing to just be like, ah, we'll just walk them on over and stuff. Like they just roll into, you know what I mean? Uh, Eldraine, like storybook thing. And then suddenly you've got your 40K mech. Like you could even have like now the school like um, Strixhaven going to all the different planes and they're yeah. doing they're it, learning. It's just field days. Strix, Strix yeah, Haven. Strixhaven expeditions, Strixhaven field days. <laughs> it's just so far not been wildly interesting. I understand that every good story has to end, and I really did like the War of the Spark thing, but that to me is the last place that Magic had compelling lore you wanted to care about in characters. There was stakes it was the people you'd follow and now they're just every set is like we introduced this new planeswalker and they're the greatest they're the wanderer they don't even have a name but they could slice eldrazi in half but they can't control their powers unless it's the time it needs to slice it in half and you're like okay it, it, it just it, the it, time it's felt so low stakes like they're just like oh now now elspeth is a planeswalker or, uh now elspeth is an angel and she killed elish norn in one chapter it's all right yeah, it all seems very thrown together now. It was it was just like a rush to finish it. Like it's it, the story writing at the moment has been like similar to how I did like work in high school, where I was just like, "Ooh, I got to get that done," and didn't make any sense. But 
but at least my, my, my teacher might have given me a 50 on it. That's kind of where the story's at. And it's hard for me to get invested in the characters when there's no, like, I don't, I don't care about like who Kellen is right now. And that's like, so yeah, they, they got rid of all the, the, they, they laid off everyone that had a bit of distinctive artistic writing. They're just using chat GPT now. Do you know who Kellen is in the story? Yeah. Slothy? Sherman? Nope. All I know is he's got a couple of cards. Yeah. Kellen's got a pretty cool card, the great commander where you can, uh, from the command zone, tutor your artifacts. And then so good. That's a cool card. Kellen's mm-hmm. Oko's son. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a major thing in, in the story that he's like the son of a planeswalker. And like, like he's, he's one of the people over investigating in the Karlov mystery. No one knows. No one cares. I think the problem is just the fact that magic, like wizards is just pumping out so many new sets that they have to come up with these fast storylines. Like, like if you look at the, how it was like a few years ago, you know, when we get a set like every like few few months and everything was slower down, like you you know, like you could actually develop the storyline. You can, you know. But now mm-hmm. that everything's pumping out so fast, it's just like you're 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 just going through like a mini series. Well, yeah, continuity's hard when you're de- designing six sets at a time. Yeah. yeah I've, I've Did we just reprint this already? <laughs> let's say I, i've said it before and I'll, I'll say it again they need to go back to blocks yep. yep four sets a year all in the same plane well let's say like i if you're a player like me who likes to buy everything generally right there was 26 mm. commander decks this year from when i last counted i could be wrong but there's at least 26 of them right let's mm. say they were all 15 or 50 dollars each you're 1300 dollars deep for it right yeah. Then we're going to be adding 200 and let's say $65 of sleeves. And let's say that we upgrade them $50 each to put $50. Like you'd be, you'd be insane prices like right now. You'd be 2875 or whatever. Yeah. At like that point. three, $4,000 deep just to play the pre-cons with 50 bucks of upgrades, which for most people is not the land base upgrades they need. Mm-hmm. Right. Like it's just the, They've been good decks, but oh, they're just infuriating with like the the speed at which they are printing these decks. And then now with the universe beyond with everything, there's like there's now four Fortnite commander decks. So add that to your roster. And I'm like, I don't care about Fortnite. And they're like, oh, but don't worry, we're going to have like a crazy good card in one of the decks. And it's going to make it a $90 deck. And I'm like, I don't. I don't want that I card. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> we need to talk about the universe beyond stuff. We have to. Because, like, with how they, like, the the way that they've brought in the stuff and then the stuff that's coming out soon, you know, we can see that they're desperate to drag people in to play Magic, especially Commander, because we spend the most money, mm-hmm. you know? Because, like, we, we have Jurassic Park, we have Doctor Who, we had Lord of the Rings. Now we have, like, Fallout coming out soon. Like, Marvel is the biggest thing that they announced, you know? So, mm-hmm. like, Star Wars is going to probably come next. You know, we have boxes. Marvels only has collectors' boxes and commander decks. Yeah, I have a feeling that's kind of how they're going to be doing it from now on, with all of them. Yeah, which is a bummer. I don't buy collector boosters like at all. It's not for me. I don't care. I buy the card I want, the one card. I I don't. Mm -hmm. I I don't get taken in at all by the like. Maybe I'll crap. I don't. I don't chase expensive cards. I just buy the expensive card I want. I'm not. I'm not cracking for it. Yeah, like like I, on, I buy on, the thirty copies of the one card I need. I crack for garbage. I cracked. I think tw- 
20 boxes trying to find a Kai car when it first came out because I wanted to build it that day. Mm-hmm. That's 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 what I crack for. You're not you're not catching me cracking for a one ring, but for a, a dollar rare, oh buddy, if I like that dollar rare, I love Kai car. No, that's fair. That's fair. But like I I I can see Magic doing what's lawed, you know, like just making them like commander and collectors boxes. I I, I hope they don't do that. I really really hope they don't. But like. Like let's look at like the two big ones, Marvel and Fallout. Okay, Fallout. It's pro. There's a good chance Fallout's going to bring more players because you have the series that's going to come out soon. So you're, that always drags more people in to <laughs> the game. Um, if you want an example, case in point, the the Last of Us TV show. Yeah. You know, like or to um, buy and play the the game on console and PC that you have a, a brand new fan base. Fallout's going to do the same thing. You already have the, 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 the fan base there. Okay. You already, and then you're going to have new people just going to check it out. And then you have people like, Oh, like the, the, of like, let's say like of all the people that are new that watch fallout, let's say 10% of those people are like, Hey, look, they have a magic cards, uh, set for fallout let's try this out and then now you got another like i don't know like let's say like two hundred thousand people playing magic now you know mm-hmm. well because you, you don't just capture the fallout player you capture the fallout yeah. player and the fallout player's friends who they've convinced to try the game and the wallet right yeah mm-hmm. but uh I, like i don't i'm not a fan of the universe beyond stuff it was it was okay when it was secret layer, but now it's like entire sets. Uh, again, the Lord of the Rings set was well designed, but I'm just still not a fan of the Lord of the Rings set. I didn't like the Baldur's Gate stuff, like the maybe maybe that's just my own bias because I didn't like how they portrayed like the Forgotten Realms characters. Like they made a lot of pretty terrible cards. Like they made like all the Bruners are garbage, the Katie Breeze garbage. Like the they're not good. They're like these like powerful heroes from like one of my favorite series, and they're like trash, trash. Get it out of here. What if we rolled dice? It's no, it's it's pretty bad. But um, that, that's what I wanted to actually say about Commander Masters. Even though I didn't like some of the stuff, there was there was nor like I like the new cards. I like the partners. I like the choose a backgrounds. That kind of mm-hmm. new pairings, new thing. And now they're just they're just like we're just gonna reprint some of them, I guess. Yeah, I I don't care for that stuff. Like I like what you said, like about the commanders with the backgrounds, like coming up with new things like that. Like um, the the new card type battles i actually like that quite a bit Mm -hmm. so like for them to come up with like a new type that's really sort of like you know with sagas you know like them coming up with new um card types is always always nice and the fact that battles actually work out really well i i'm excited to see them bring that again in future sets but that's the thing they they bring in these new cards and they they or in these new abilities but then you only have those abilities for that one set. Oh no, you I'm sure those I'm sure they'll have more battles. They've yeah, but them. how but my thing is how long like yeah, how you, long's the wait? Yeah, like I want more keyword evolve stuff. Like I want like these other abilities that we have but like they just haven't gotten the support that like new stuff's cool but 
getting support for some of the older stuff would be uh like better in my opinion yeah back to the roots a little bit the um with with what they're printing like the speed they can't can't really revisit those old ones right because it it, they've it's all fear of missing out it's all like you've got to get it now it's only going to be here if you like these battles they're only here right now so why not get them and then then that brings back the whole thing like the fear of missing out then don't like why like i i i understand they're 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 purposely trashing the secondary market from the appearance but like it it's it's a trading card game i i i from like a collector standpoint i don't like that they they're constantly reprinting a lot of the the money cards but also new players do need to get it i do get that but like reprints are great reprints at this rate are not yeah like doubling season has what is it three reprints in a span of one year yeah that's again it's doubling season's never gonna sit at a ten dollar card no they can't print it to ten dollars but still like that's still a lot doubling season was like a hundred for a while now it's what 50 30 38 bucks i don't even want to know what my like fancy dinosaur art one because that was 200 when i got it feel like it's a feel bad moment for me yeah they did the same with food chain they wrecked food chain they're like all right we're not reprinting food chain i'm like oh great and they're like all right here's a judge art of food chain i was like oh that's pretty cool i'll get that one then they're like mm, we're just gonna reprint it new artwork yeah uh, the lotus cobra i picked up the judge foil for it i was super stoked because it's like the best art i think for it and then I even know they reprinted it with foil. like three different arts of lotus cobra are you sure there's a judge foil yeah or do you just mean the foil Oh, there's the the promo one. Well, I guess that's uh no, like the Grand Prix promo. I think you mean. Maybe I'll have to see the art. Yeah, I didn't think there was a Judge Foil one, not yet, but I'm sure there will be. Um, the other thing too is that uh, they've kind of they've kind of wrecked a lot of formats, right? Like Standard is entirely dead and gone because of Arena. Mm-hmm. Standard just 100%. doesn't exist, and Standard's actually currently probably the most fun Standard's been in a long time. Like the last time I enjoyed Standard was like primeval titan times and now it's it's really fun like arena actually like makes it pretty fun to play and i like arena when it first came out i was like this sucks and and now standards like in a great spot it's fun to play arena they put brawl on there so you can do uh, they made arena has done so much that even i don't hate brawl and i say it it, daniel put it on recording for me uh, now brawl at that time was garbage (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it's like they, they have made brawl fun they extended out the standard blocks like it's it's pretty cool but but that's ruined events like the now every event is like uh commander players are just like the they're just like kind of shoved off they're like they're gonna spend money just give them a give them a table kind of thing like just they're like you're they're like they treat commander events like it's your cousin that you don't really want to invite to the family function but you had to they're like, you know what he's gonna come. Don't, doesn't matter what they say just put them over there and they'll come have a good time but like the everything is like oh here's modern or pioneer and i never see any of those guys buying anything so like the entire like point of their event they have it like okay well here's our our modern guys they're gonna play their one deck the only deck they've come to play to try win their prizing they're not buying anything from vendors it's not very entertaining to watch like one-on-one matches like it for from everything from like vague like the mtg vegas to even like the events out here it's been not that entertaining. Like the the creators are, they're they're not really doing anything. Like they're playing some games and stuff, but they're a, a lot of it is just like 
just come in and spend money. That's kind of how it feels to a lot of people. Nothing exciting, nothing like events wise. Wizards gives out some promo materials, but you know, like the the no. game, uh, standard events would be fun, and they just they're gone. Like they they just don't exist. They uh, apparently they're trying to make a return to it kind of this year, but we'll see. Again, how do you? It's it's kind of like once you stab someone, you can't unstab them, right? They killed. They they can't take arena away and make people want to actually like get in and play. And I know this isn't like a commander point, but the that's the only thing that's going to actually like drive sales at this rate is making a like making arena obsolete. And they can't. They won't do it because people spend money on nothing that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like yeah, like the whole arena thing. Like for the like you're saying the events. Uh, when you do go there, like when I originally. Um, like even before we were going as like um, us, um, I saw the events of coming into town as just a place for me to go and offload bulk and sell stuff. I never <laughs> even really thought of it as being a place for me to go for the day to play. Primarily yeah. just just for buying stuff and selling stuff. Like it, that. Like um, so like. I really enjoyed the Edmonton one because again it was a command a command fest. So there was a more of a feel around for commander, um, which I would love to see more commander events happening. Um but the one here in Calgary I think was a pioneer event. It yeah. was fun, but I I don't think it was as bumping as uh, the Edmonton one was. No, the Edmonton one felt much more alive. Active. Yeah active yeah yeah there were far more people kind of just walking around looking for games there than than in calgary i'm I'm not even talking about like just our events i'm talking about like globally magic events a lot of what you see is the who's who creators get like get basically get brought out they're having a good time and everyone else is just kind of okay maybe i'll be able to shake the hand of maybe i can get a picture with cassius marsh and this was worth my $300 admittance to magic 30 kind of thing. You know, mm-hmm. maybe post Malone will be there. Do you at least get a, a box of the proxy cards that they made? Uh, they're holding their value pretty good. <laughs> I, I, I can't believe that they can't be used, but they have a value. Well, same yeah. thing, right? Like I've got the, the mirror behind me can't be used, but it's valuable. I guess so. Yeah. Right. The same with the, the same with the foil sheet. The foil sheet isn't, the value isn't only in use for a collectible game. Like think of think of the old the uh, collectors versions of like the Alabetas, you know, like the 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 um sharp corner ones with the gold backings that says collectors on those. Like those mm-hmm. are technically not legal, right? They they also didn't try to sell those for a thousand dollars. Yeah, but magic wasn't a big deal back then. <laughs> big deal to me. <laughs> so but yeah like uh it is what it is you know like oh like wizards gotta wizards gotta figure out a bunch of stuff for for next year you know like new year's coming we'll see what they have to come up with you know but like that's that's something that they de- definitely got to figure out like all the different formats you know like you know like standard, I, I I don't play anything else but Commander, so I don't have an interest in standard or Pioneer or modern anymore. I don't yep. care about any of that. I just want to play Commander, yep. right? Mm-hmm. And if they had 
events dedicated to Commander. Like, I bet you you'd have people going out there. You'd have vendors, like, being happy because we're the one that spend money. Like Daniel said, you know, if you're playing, like, Pioneer or Modern or something like that, you're not going there just to get the, like, the uh, expensive cards. You might be there, be there to get, like, you know, commons or uncommons that are, like, $1 or $2 just to finish off a deck or two or something like that. But you're not spending, like... Three four hundred dollars buying like a, a dual land for Pioneer, right? Right. So my uh, my final like thing that I wanted to to touch on before we were done today is that, uh, and you see this especially at events and stuff. We kind of all get into this playing with our play group thing, right? It's really easy to say like I'm gonna I'm gonna play with Brian Slothy Sherman today. I know how they play, but going out to an LGS as someone who doesn't have that play group or going to it rule zero stuff is just out of control it's like it was a great idea at the beginning but it's just out of control it's just nuts to uh, again like be like okay i'm gonna have to explain the combos in my deck to you and here's my win path and like uh you know if i drop my food chain i'm gonna win so can't let me do that and like like you don't tell me what you're doing because then this is changing the game right now you're gonna Mm-hmm. tutor for enchantment removal you're going to tutor a crossing grip if you can if you know that i'm trying to recast my commander on the cast i crossing grip whoops right like you're, you're you're changing the entirety of the format by like like at this point people are gotta start writing up little novellas like little fan fiction about their deck and what it performs and you know like it, it's just it's out of control just ban cards if they're problematic if a card sucks don't like get cyclonic rift out of the format like don't don't make me rule zero and be like hey guys i don't like when you deliberately ruin the game and make it take an extra hour because you can't build a deck better don't make me have that conversation with people just say hey we looked at it and this is a one-sided card this is a card that outperforms everything else in it right don't like don't just be like oh well if your play group doesn't like jeweled lotus it's a no people don't want to see jeweled lotus it doesn't feel good People already complain about Soul Ring, which is one mana for two mana. Don't give me three colored mana at zero for my commanders. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. Uh, I, I I have to agree like that, and I think I I have no idea if it's come around with the new rules for like these events, uh, where like I, I I was blown away when we were at Edmonton and you could hear them like make sure you have your deck list to give to your opponent. Oh, no, that, that and, that's always been for competitive play, but we're not competitive players, so why are we doing oh, it? Yeah, and, and see, and that's what, that, like, that, like, why do I want to give my advantage away? Like, I brewed it differently than 90% of the, 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 the decks that are out there. Like, why do I want to give an advantage? Uh, like, I know how to, or I I feel I know how to properly kind of score my decks. And I know how to say fudge my plays if I need to play at a lower, um, like play like uh, tier. Because um, again, my goal when I go into games is for all of us to have fun, right? I'm not here to overpower and just <laughs> you guys suck um, or anything along those lines. But yeah, like just uh, like I said, that you see so many people really, really pushing that, like oh, rules, zeros, everything, but it's not. Rule zero is not an enjoyable thing. A lot of people aren't the most confident players. A lot of people don't like conflict in general. And it's not easy to tell someone like, hey, what you're doing is infuriating. Cut it out, right? A lot of people don't enjoy that line of like thinking. And if you're one of the players who has these infuriate, like if you made a Turgrid deck, for instance, Turgrid's infuriating. There's no way to not play Turgrid annoyingly, right? 
And if, if you're like, like, I, I would say, if you were to look at the four of us, right, I'm the more the most aggressive of the people, right? Is everyone going to want to tell me like, hey, Daniel, I really don't like what you're doing. Like, it's not fun. Like, you don't know if the person's going to get upset. So you just kind of suffer through it. You this is the, these are the only magic games you get all week. You've looked forward to playing all week. And here you go. Now it's our dual lands. Now, now we're cracking our cards because I've made you discard X, Y, like it's, it's not wildly fun to have to balance everything on like a like, do I have fun playing this game? You can't, can't do that. Like I, I play League of Legends. That's another game, right? I can't just have a conversation before every game and be like, I don't like if people are beating me. So can't play this card. I only, I only play ranged champions. So don't, don't like any other ranged champions on the team. You don't get to do that. You don't, I, I hate the current row zero thing where people are just like, oh yeah, like yeah tell me to switch out a deck or no the cards are legal or they're not legal you remember when the lord of the rings set came out or the not the lord of the rings sorry uh the walking dead they're like oh i won't play with someone who has that commander Mm -hmm. like are, are are we really being that that big of a children here like again like uh it's a it's a competitive or not competitive game but it it's a game i understand if you're trying to play stuff like my uh my rosie and uh Meredith deck meridoc yeah. yeah like that that that's not a legal pairing that is the thing if i want to play a loose in like last week's episode that's a conversation i gotta have i've got to say hey guys are you gonna let me put but that's again because it's not legal like make it legal or not legal and then stop complaining if it's legal mm-hmm. then it's allowed there and we have to start playing around it if cyclonic rift is going to be legal i'm going to start targeting my like play on they may be running it because it's a strong card i'm going to kill them first and that's just how the format has to be you you can't just like be like ah we'll just slot in a basic land because I don't like your Esper Sentinel don't like paying don't like paying for a smothering tithe get that out of here ooh this card actually yeah. tr- this card actually triggers me so don't it, it's like I think for uh, another thing for me like um like I don't want to know like like you mentioned like the win cons like I need this card and this card I don't want to know that like let like do you have an infinite combo yes I'm running infinite combos excellent okay that's all I need to know. Um, cause then I can choose my deck accordingly most times and have one that may be able to interact. I love getting hosed to like a creative play. Like I love losing to something silly or something yeah. I didn't see coming. And that's the fun part of like, it's, it's an eternal format. You can put anything you want into the format, right? Like the, even, uh, like it was a combo one, but like even, uh, what was your deck that has the. Lion Halar when you killed yourself? No, no, the uh slothy your food co- your food hole combo was oh, that in your um, food decks? Skrilk and um Rosie Cotton. Yeah, like that's that was in that was in your food deck, right? Yeah. That's not something I saw coming, right? It, had you told me, oh, I have like a, a food a food or uh like a protean hulk in here, I would have played the game differently, but I didn't know, and that's what made that fun. Like mm-hmm. the it was infinite, boo, boo, but you know what I mean? It's it's just uh, I don't like to see what what goes on. We've been playing with the the like the Rogues Passage people, right? And they're really fun. They all play like so. They play very differently, very interestingly. Uh, like Brady, Brady's a really fun player to play with. He builds very differently than I would build, right? We both have Shadrix decks, yep. for instance. I loved seeing how his Shadrix was working. It's so different than mine, right? I don't want to know in advance what goes into it. I just want to know: Am I gonna have fun? Short, short of like, what, uh, what are we looking for out of the game? That's it. Don't tell me your combos. Don't ask. Oh well, what are you going to be tutoring for if you're? How many tutors do you run? How, how many mana rocks? What kind of like? What are you Moxfield? 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Please, like, here's my deck gloves. Go take a look. <laughs> I also don't like Moxfield, so so that's how I feel about that too. It, it's just not fun. Like the, I either we're a competitive format and we do that, or we're not a competitive format. And we have fun, but like you can't can't have both. We have to have a mm-hmm. a rules committee that just actually returns to like this card is a problem in Commander. It shouldn't be here. I understand Wizards wants to make money off it, but like. Some cards shouldn't be in Commander. The One Ring shouldn't be in Commander. It's, a, it's it, short of its price point. It's another card that could go into every deck. There is no reason to. If I had a hundred One Rings and I was making one hundred decks, there's not one that I'd be like, ah, eh, you know, I don't think this has a space in here. It's good. It, it's just blanket good. And I know that Soul Ring's also blanket good, but like we already have the Soul Ring. We don't need eight or nine staples that go across every deck just because. There's no downside to running them. I don't like the no downside cards. There's no, like the the one ring is going to perform in every game you play it. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm pretty sure that, what, is it Rosewater who's the head of development? Uh, um, no, I think he's just like a the set lead designer. Okay. Because, yeah, like I, I, I remember I had like a, a discussion or a post a couple of years ago mentioning like they, that they don't want to print staples. Yeah. But. All I've been watching is them printing staples. <laughs> uh, again, look at the Everybody Lives card. Why would you not run the Everybody Lives card? Look at the uh mm-hmm. from the new the new new Lord of the Rings, the scene boxes, which I actually like a lot of the commanders from them. Like the there's some really cool ones. I'm very excited for that Galadriel. That Galadriel's probably an episode coming up. It's cool. But they just like printed yeah. just for no reason. No reason whatsoever. They're like, uh, ah, what if we printed a new uh split second card here and basically made it only here in collector's boxes have you seen legolas's Legolas quick reflex yeah I, who who someone used that on us yeah legolas is quick brady or brando yeah one of it it's again why would why would you not run this one green split second you untap it until the turn against hexproof reach and whenever it becomes tapped it deals damage equal to its power up to one target creature that's pretty silly <laughs> that's that's pretty nuts you try to remove like my avacyn i'm like all right now now here we go avacyn hexproof and when i attack i'm gonna bolt something for eight bolt the bird you know like it's or just the, or the delighted halfling <laughs> that's a good card that's one green mana and they just keep printing it they just keep doing it they can't stop themselves they, it's everybody lives it's the one ring it's orcish bowmasters like it's so many cards that there's no reason to not run it orcish bowmasters like has a spot in basically every deck that has black because you're always going to out benefit the cost of it. Yep. Right. Like that's, that's kind of my, my big issue of the day is just the, they just keep the, the rules committee has to just say, no, they can't just be like, we know it's a problem, but sort it out yourselves. Rules committee out. Are they, we banned Golos. Was that the, that was the last big ban, right? I haven't heard of anything new for commander. Yeah. That, that's because yeah. they just keep saying like, do it yourselves. Yeah. Oh. The rule, the rules committee is the is the self checkout of the grocery store aisle for commander. It's just you know what, scan yourself out. We don't really care. Some people are gonna steal. They're gonna they're gonna not follow. But you know what, we think enough people will. So it's all it's all good. That's all it is. They're mm-hmm. like proverbially speaking, open another till. That's all I'm saying. They're they're giving the self governance to the people who don't want it. Well, it it. it because it's not you it's you have to govern random players then right like you mm-hmm. have to say like okay well you don't get to do this because again based on that how can you have both stances how can you be like golos sucks get it out of here trash ban it too problematic 
And then someone else is like, I have a problematic card. And they're like, nope, opinion out of here. Take that to your own group. Make your like, own case. Yeah. What what I can't Golos, I made a I made a, a curses deck. Like I I don't see the band for him well, whatsoever. Ev- everyone's whole point of like, oh well, you know, it's just like so many people are doing good stuff. I'm like, oh, did those good stuff decks go away? Did they just stop making five color decks now because you took away Golos? They're just you know, do no, we now, not have Kenrith? Yeah, now they just do Kenrith or like you know what I mean? Anything or else Herm. that's five yeah, anything else that's five color. Connor's Atogatog deck is Oh yeah. <laughs> if I, like if people want a a value pile, they're gonna get it like like Goldos wasn't I, I I'll take it to the grave that that was a bad ban and it was like not good for the format. But just to 100%. be just for it to be followed up with nonstop, like ah well, like Dranith Magistrate, that's not a card I should have to explain to everyone why I don't like. I shouldn't have to have a conversation and be like, hey, when you play a card for two mana that I now have to remove to play the format that we're playing, I don't have fun. I don't. Ha- I shouldn't have to have that conversation. They should be able to objectively look at it and be like, hey, that card is an anti-commander card, and it's making everyone like the, the play more removal is not a good argument. You know what I mean? The what my deck's not a hundred percent removal. There's gonna be games, shockingly, I know, where I'm not <laughs> holding removal at the time. It's it just it's you can't be like, oh well, Leovold he makes it so you can draw into more removal. You can't play that, and then it's just like, but here's a card that must be removed by every other player, and like hopefully you can hit it. Or or even new cards that came out this year, like Cyber Conversion, um, where you can make them cast their commander turn it into a cyberman make them have to remove it and then recast your commander oh yeah the the imprisoned by the moon cannons transfer those have always been like frustrating mm-hmm. cards right but but at least mm-hmm. they're one-sided you can like threat assess uh, instead of just like two mana too bad for the table what's up i have boots on it so now not only do you need one set of removal you need another and guess what i've got blue so hopefully you got a third one of each of those because mm-hmm. i'm gonna counter it's like dranith is objectively not fun I don't know anyone who's not the player casting Dranith. It's like, no, I like when that hits the board. It really, really gets the game going, really puts me in a good place. I mean, I don't mind it when I'm playing my Derevi deck. When you're playing Derevi, maybe if you're playing Ovika and you have to get to like eight mana to cast your commander, maybe then you're like, yeah, Dranith can stay around. Or, I, don't, I don't see why not. Even still, Derevi gets around it. No, no. Wait, which blue, blue, white, red are you playing? No, 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 Derevi does. I, no, I'm saying if I'm playing Ovika, I don't mind if everyone else's commanders slow down. That's okay. I, I, okay, I got I, I'm, I'm days away from playing my commander anyways. We're turn 13 when I'm dropping this thing the way I build. You know, like it's just the... Land go. Yeah, like the... <laughs> I, I get it, but it's just... It's objectively not wonderful to like have a format that's mm-hmm. like, here's like Monarch. This is a great mechanic that like is interactive and makes everyone swing at each other and gives you a reward and they're like and also here is something that just wrecks the game just ruins the game they can't play their commanders we i don't see any way that this could go poorly they can't play it there's nothing to see here boohoo like you know yeah it just ah. there's a lot of cards that suck turgrid turgrid's a card that sucks i love turgrid don't get Mm -hmm. me wrong i love turgrid turgrid is a card that is like ban worthy only on the feel bad because again you can put it in the command zone and just wreck everyone's game and slugless tail uh yeah tox rule also another problem card but at least expensive but again it's it's not something i've ever i have a tox rule deck i love playing it i got like a mana vault mana crypt in that bad boy i like put a lot of money into that deck no one likes it 
Not a single player enjoys that deck. I, it, it's just I try. It's all mana rocks. It's all mana rocks and counter spells, and then tox roll. That's it. We're just making slugs. <laughs> there's no, there's no break. It's a caveman deck. It's, it's just straight out like oonga boonga slug time. Like that's that's the entirety of my tox roll deck, and no one has fun with it. It's the like tiny bones was at least a little interesting, but having to pass your cards around the table and just be like, oh well, I don't know. It's I, I have a very big problem with the rules committee based on that right now because it's mm-hmm. not fun to self-police a format and stuff, right? Like it, it wouldn't be fun if we just like made like a boxing league, let's say, right? And then we're just like, mm-hmm. you guys have to decide the rules every fight because then just whoever's better at arguing wins and stuff. Then it's me who's like a giant fighting like a child being like, well, I out-argued the child, so now I'm going to punch them to death. No, it's not fun you know what i mean like it's like i don't i don't agree with the weight classes and they're like oh okay for this fight i guess and it kind of really puts like you mentioned it the people who are i i hate to say it like socially awkward or uh, that don't want to have those confrontations that you want to go out to one of these events we want to go out and play games i want to go out and experience and see new commanders that i haven't played before yada 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 but now I need to have a whole conversation around what's expected at the table without really the rules committee making those calls for me, like on what's a problematic card to the format and things like that. Well, let, let's even like take it that step farther, right? Let's say that you spent your whole week and like there's a lot of people who don't like what's going on. They, they have jobs they don't like, money's like tight, they've got bills, they're stressing out. A lot of people look forward to magic. It's the one thing that they enjoy for the week. It's it's for everyone. It's a game where no matter who you are or how you are, you're accepted and welcomed. Everyone can come play magic at any point in time. Let's go. It's it, I, the more the merrier. And you've you've worked on this deck. You've spent maybe a month putting your time, your effort, your focus into I've made this creative combo this way. Uh, you know, I, I really put a lot of this. It took me months to find and source out the cards because my game store didn't have it. And then you sit down. So I'm like, nah, nah, not playing that. And you're like, but I like I, I tried really hard with this deck. It's 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 like my expression. Nope, not you won't you won't express that here. Get it out. I don't want to. I don't want to see. I only here. play battle cruiser, right? Like it's just the things are okay or they're not okay. The the power level thing has been like a objective problem for a lot of people for a long time. Both I think with people mm-hmm. not being honest with themselves and not honest with others. We, we play yeah we played an event and someone's like yo we're playing around fives. Fives, they whip out a fully tuned Winota deck and kill Brian turn two. Yeah. yeah, they're like, this is my five. So anyways, Jeweled Lotus, Mana Crypt, turn one Winota, turn that, two, Haste Goblin. That was such a, that was such a feel bad game. Like, <laughs> yeah. was that, was that the Emperor one? Yeah. Yeah, that was our yeah. Emperor game. Oh, wow. I'm five and all over the place, guys. Wow. It's, yeah, that. They they were just not they were trying to win and I understand that but like that was just a blatant lie about like the it was just a turn I, again like I said with Jeweled Lotus earlier in this in this it's not super welcome at the table right a lot of people Osgear I love Osgear Osgear was another really cool out of the box deck but you give Osgear Jeweled Lotus and then you just play all land in Jeweled Lotus and turn one Osgear and then tap Osgear on turn two and make two Jeweled Lotuses so now you have to just kill my commander and then i've got six commander available colored mana for whenever i feel it's not fun it's not it's not wonderful there's like why not have black lotus why not right get it in yeah exactly yeah let's just i i personally would just love to see turn one moldrotha that'd be just great turn one moldrotha yeah 
I play Mox Sapphire, I play Lotus Petal, I play Black Lotus and a land. Here we go. Now I get my Black Lotus back. Play it again. Moldrotha. Yeah. Like it, it's uh yeah, like you said, scoring your own decks. Um and that's where I kinda just ask, do you have tutors? Do you like I I do, I, I, I I ask the things that I know that in my mind would increase that power level so I can formulate my own understanding of what it might be. Um, Cause again, like our shirt says, and Dan always mentions it's a seven. Yeah. Every deck I've ever asked, it's a seven. Every, everyone, no matter what it is, it could be a pre-con it's a seven. It could be like a fully tuned CDH lift. Yeah. Around seven, seven, eight. It's like every, everything's a seven. Right. And it's just the, I, I, I don't like that, especially from like an events and like playing it like stores thing. It's not fun to, just like randomly have to like be like okay here is what's my deck here is that like it it just feels bad like the let's just say like hey we want to have fun i play something i think is fun you play something you all think is fun and at the end of the game we have a nice post game how did everyone feel about that right and they'd be like ah like i feel like you kind of ran away with the game okay well let me let me tune me down a little bit and let's let's see from there right like instead of just like going in blind and being like meh we all agree with this we all agree that Slothy can't play the deck he brought to play. Play yeah, something else. You want to borrow? Yeah, you can't play that deck. I don't like slivers. You want to borrow one of mine? It's the only deck you brought to play, but you can't have any fun with it for the weekend. Uh, uh like I, I, there was one day I went to Ogres. I think I played two games. Uh, I mentioned like, hey, I, I, I pulled out Urza, Prince of Krug, because there I was like, what well, power level were we playing? One guy is like, I have a semi precon. Uh, another guy is like. I run the CDH events down at Century Box or wherever. Oh, all right. Sounds good. Um, he didn't state what power level he was running. Um, and then I think there was one other guy, just random decks. Uh, again, just asking, like, hey, what power level are we playing here, guys? Like, again, I, I, we want to have fun. Uh, all of them really couldn't answer. So I was like, all right. So I played Prince of Krug. I was like, I'll see what kind of decks we're playing here. And yeah, I'm pretty sure like two or turn two, turn three, I was done. I was like, yeah, all right. I played one more game and I was like, I'm done for the day. You're like, yeah, well, that's going to put me to bed. So thank you. <laughs> yep. I think I left by like 630. Like uh, <laughs> a big problem with that is the there's such a huge variety of like cards like and and play styles like competitive. I, I love some good like some good fast magic where it's like some balls to magics. the wall. Let's play yeah, the dark, the evil magics. I love it, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? But but that should have a different ban list than like someone like playing like very casual stuff, right? Like there should be a a casual and competitive because sure, competitive players having a jeweled lotus, you're you're building for that, right? I want to see people go off, but I personally don't like playing a two-turn game and then being like, oh great, man, now I can't play for the rest of the game. Let's I guess go to the next game. Like it's shuffle and draw again. I prestige. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I will uh, I'll summarize because I'm I'm getting long-winded on it, but like my my view of the format is that like my, my final thoughts on it is like I I always say that I think magic's in a good place and it's a good time to start, and it is a good time to start if you're building a collection. But I don't mm-hmm. I, this is the unhealthiest I've seen the format in a long time. The release schedule is not sustainable, the player base is like devolving into an insane arms race at every every turn like you see uh your edh rex you, you see it just stuffed with like put in the one ring like in in every deck it's like the one ring should be here get a psych rift in here like it's 
everyone's like seen constantly that you should be but it's white s percent non smothering tithe obviously you need those right the it's fractured big time uh it's just like i said it's it's just an ever ever going arms race at the moment and sometimes it's fun to just tune your own stuff down that's like my my whole takeaway is that like i think you'll have more fun with the year if you just build a little sillier build something different that you don't normally do you know use some of the slower rocks right like kind of give yourself that disadvantage and learn to politics more learn to talk to the table and and make your stuff there like the I, I see Sherman play a ton of budget decks and win those games solely because he like politics very well with it and has good threat assessment, right? Like the would Sherman's like games go up if he put, yeah, because he still has that politics and that like if Sherman build a thousand dollar deck, it's going to go off, but he still has that politics and threat assessment, right? So build that, give yourself a little bit of a challenge, but like the, I, I do think this is the unhealthiest the format's been. There's no, there's no time to digest sets, right? Like, I'm still building like stuff from like the Ixalan stuff and we're we're going to another set soon. I'm still spy I'm still building stuff from Wilds. We haven't even talked about Talion. Oh yeah. Yeah, Brian loves Italian deck. It's like I think one of his favorite decks right now. Oh, oh yeah. I love my Italian deck. It's so fun. Did you see my win on Rogue's Passage? Oh that was a, that was a fun one. But yeah, like Subjugate Hobbits for the win. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's just no time to to build any of it. Yeah. There was a like the one of the ones I had to build, I had to build the new Galadriel from the scene boxes, but that's technically Lord of the Rings card. We're multiple sets like back then. And th- yeah, there just hasn't been like any time to digest anything. Like we're, I'm still talking about Lord of the Rings and that's because I can't actually remember any of the other things I wanted to build before it. Oh, you, mm-hmm. we still have, you basically touched half of the part, uh, the, the, the duo cards, commanders, which not ones? partners, but the, um, the the paired cards um the Don't two even... commanders on one oh like there's just see there's so many of them like you did the the sphinx and the the sphinx and the vampire last one oh like the team up cards Malark. yeah the team yeah the, the team up cards the team ups were so cool exactly like alenda and azor and all those kind of things like uh slime foot and Squeak. there's still so many more of them yeah like, we have it like the... <laughs> i'm still putting some of those decks together because yeah they those were some of the coolest cards i've seen in a long time and they're just like mm, new set time yeah, like I was talking to Brady, like I think for the next couple of Brewing It Lives, um, if I can find a export to export out all of the commanders, um, and just random commanders going forward. Just when I hit a wheel, spin it, see who we get and go from there. It, it is hard to keep up with it, right? And uh, yeah. I, I've wanted to upgrade a lot of these pre-cons. The, uh, the Bright Palm pre-con that, that Shalai and Halar is initially in and stuff, I haven't had a chance to touch that. That's but, true. You know what I mean? Like that, that was like a pretty cool deck on its own. The Castle deck, the Convoke one from there that had mm-hmm. uh, like uh Carolus and St. Traft kind of thing. I really like that deck. That deck was super fun. I got to play that for the first time at the Calgary face to face event. And I haven't had a chance to play it since like the, and, and that's like, I barely upgraded that one. I, I, those are how many sets ago? Five. Yeah um also there's the the cat oh um a johnny phyrexing and a johnny that makes the incubators oh yeah Maybe. that like that was a really cool looking deck i haven't haven't touched that one the uh the knights deck that everyone really likes i've seen lots of people play it and it looks so fun haven't touched it. haven't added a card to it haven't taken like it's in sleeves but haven't taken it out of its initial box to try it ever because i just don't have time how do i where do i find the time to play these decks right and maybe maybe that's the a lot of like 
players only have four or five decks up, but I got hundreds. You can't keep giving me hundreds of new commanders every year and being like, ah, it's okay. Build one. That's not who I am. <laughs> that's attacking the essence of my soul. Sure is. <laughs> yeah, that's my thoughts. What do you guys think about the state of the format? Do you think it's good, bad? Ryan, you go first. Uh, uh, I definitely think it's fractured. Um, <clears throat> definitely um, just, I, I don't like that everyone has their own set of rules. Uh, I like when there's just one set of rules to follow. Um, I, I have to agree. I don't really enjoy the, this is how I win with this deck. Um, I, I think not giving away your secrets is a lot more fun. So you can surprise people with what you've kind of planned with your decks. Um, so finding a better way to express where you kind of sit in a power rating. And I hear a lot of people going, you can't measure with numbers. You can most certainly measure it with numbers. It sounds like you just haven't tried hard enough, but, um, for the state of commander, I'm having fun with it. Um, I, I have friends who I haven't talked to in years, um, that have started playing magic again and they heard our podcast and they reached out to me. So I'm looking forward to maybe getting some games in with them. Uh, they're again primarily playing all pre-cons. <laughs> what deck shall I go into them with? Like that, that's again, so I'm gonna have to say, like, try to pick a deck that's not gonna overpower them. Um, but again, I wanna have fun. I want to foster that fun environment so that they continue to play. Um, and again, hopefully, again, foster that fun with their local play groups as they go. Um that that's my goal and what I try to bring to the format. And happy New Year's, guys. Flothy? Um, yeah, I'm in the same boat as Brian with a lot of things. There's a lot of things that I really like about the format, um, and I think are in a really good place for those specific things. But then there's other things, um, kind of like the rules committee kind of just tossing everything on us, where it's like, yeah, you know what? It could be much better. Um, however, there are still a lot of things that I very much enjoy about uh, the format. made a lot of good friends um, this year, especially. Um, yeah, short, short and sweet. Um, good and it's bad. Fair, fair, fair. Um, I have to agree with everyone that the format is definitely fractured into competitive and casual. Um, like, we we did a deck tech where I had to like literally build a deck that's powered up. I don't like doing that too often. <laughs> I like doing jank. I like doing silly things. I like my song tribal. I want to play my song tribal more often, but it's hard to play against deck or dropping things and going off on turn three or turn four. Right. That's, that to me, like I, I, I started playing Jank because in our play group before there was an arms race and I couldn't afford it and I hated it. And then I decided to go Jank and turn it down. And that's literally how I met Daniel because he literally put together Madrotha and he's like, I sold my Mox Pearl to build this deck. What are you playing? And he's sitting next to me and I'm like, I'm playing a book tribal deck. <laughs> I don't, and we became friends that way. And I still have this I still have the same theme deck. Okay? And I keep on improving it and it's a it's jank, but it cannot compete against these people that are 
quite frankly, lying to themselves, saying that this is like a six or a seven casual when you can go off on turn three or four. That's just silly. You know, like the the rules committee is like, OK, everyone needs to self-police. It, you can't self-police if you don't if you're not truthful to yourself first. True. Mm-hmm. Right. I like I know the strength of my decks. All right. If I'm like, if we're looking at the scale and everything, and I go up and like, what, what, I don't go like what level it is. I'm like, how, how strong is your deck? Like, do you personally feel that it is strong? Do you go off in turn three, turn four, turn five? That's literally what I ask now. Because if you're going off on turn three, turn four, or you're like, yeah, I can go off on turn four, you know, like most of the time, then I know for a fact you have a strong deck. And if, you can go off on turn four. You're more like a power level like eight. Okay. If you're going off on turn, even turn five, you're like pushing an eight. If you're going six or seven, then you're more casual. I know you're going to play more silly things. I know you're going to like sandbag a little bit, you know, and, and just go from there. And like, that's another thing. Like, I know for a fact that like amongst our play group, we will hold back. We like watching other, pe- other people's decks go off and everything. But like going like when I went to the event with you guys and helped out and everything, that was like it, 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 it was hard. It was hard to hold my composure against some of the people that are playing because they're like, oh, yeah, this is like a four. This is a five. You know, this is like like a slightly modified pre-con. And it's like, no, dude, you, you threw in like $800 worth of upgrades into this deck. That is not slightly yeah. upgraded. That is upgraded. I only changed oh, 10 cards. Those card 10 cards are only like $50. That's most of the, the, the price. No, dude, you literally took apart the deck and rebuilt it from scratch. You did. Okay. It's not a pre-con anymore. You know? Yeah. So like, I think mm-hmm. this, like the rules committee is kind of right. As you see, at a point where it's like, yes, we got to self police. But at the same time, I do believe that I do think that they do have to step in a little bit more and say, like, look, guys, you guys can play this, but I, I'll tell you right now, this is not healthy for the game. So if you want to put Orcish Bowmasters in, fine, go ahead. If you want to put in Jejeweled Lotus, no, that's not fine. But amongst your play group, if you, you're going to have a huge amount of power creep, you want to keep it more fun okay and not have these competitive games then you gotta lower it and the rules committee has to say that because people can listen to us and we're just like we're just like fans right but a lot of people listen to the rules committee and they will be like okay if you guys say it's a problem then all right we're gonna step in we're gonna talk amongst our, our play group and whatnot you know and the second thing is like yeah you have to be truthful to yourself, okay? You have to be like, okay, why am I saying that this is a seven? Okay, how much have I put in? How If it goes off on turn two, turn three, and kills someone, it's not a bloody seven, okay? It's, it's nowhere close, <laughs> all right? Even if it's like, okay, but I can just kill the one person after that, I'm dead. I never win with this. I don't bloody care. It's not a bloody seven. Everything's okay? a seven, yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter, Okay. <laughs> If I like my jank decks are sevens, okay, sixes and sevens, that's jank, okay, because I build it a, a certain way and I keep on improving them. Do they start off as sevens? No, they start off as like twos and threes, okay. Precons can wipe their butts all day long and I slowly improve it, 
to the point where it, it gets good, right? And then it can actually compete. But during those events, like during the face-to-face event, like my stuff could not keep up. It was it was very, very, very difficult. So, yeah. And yeah, like, it always feels bad when Slothy's mopping the floor with us every time. <laughs> okay, that, that, pre, that Commander Masters Precon Slivers is so, so strong, right? Yeah. But like, you got to look at, okay, like that that compared to me playing book tribal yeah okay he will win every single time hands down every single time i have to politic my way every single time like with my ria okay i had like we were playing i had to politic my way all the way through okay Uh, like convincing like saying like okay i'll you attack me i'll attack you like if it weren't for daniel letting me get through with ria constantly to make the mites there's no there's no chance i would have won Right, but once again, it's just politics. And plus, Daniel wants to see ducks uh, decks go off. I, I like to see silly things. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I that, think, and that's what oh, makes sorry. the format fun. Like, I think that's what people are forgetting. Like, winning is fun. Don't get me wrong. Okay, but watching stupid, silly things go off is even more fun. And people have to remember that. You know, I think it's really fun when you build your decks the point where you know you can't win on your own and you have to politic with the other two people at the table to be able to pull off the win i deliberately do that with all my decks like the the sahili one is the first deck in a long time where it's it can run solo every other deck that i've built so far okay basically would need kind of need a politic well except for um the the Precon from uh, Wild of Wild Drain, one that Daniel gave me. That one can run on its mm-hmm. own. But once again, like I only I swapped out maybe ten cards. Like a lot of the precons that are the, they're building are very well built. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, so mm-hmm. it's great for anyone that wants to come in to play the game, get into the commander format. They pick up precon, especially in the newer ones, and they're often running and they're doing well. You don't there's very, very, very little that you have to change. Most of the time, it's just a land base. Okay. Um, <laughs> but other than that, though, like for anyone that's getting in, it is a great time. I have to agree with Daniel. It is a great time if you want to get in. For anyone that's been around for a while, for the rest of us that like are trying to keep up with everything and trying to build our decks and get together and interact with new people and you know have that um rule zero conversation and everything it's it's so like it's like i might as well just give you guys a contract to read over you know and be like okay does everything look right all right let's sit down and play before i even bother bringing on a deck that's what it feels like most of the time now it's i don't know like the to me it i just i can't stand the the constant everything's a seven like it's like hey i'm your uber driver what are you driving technically a seven what that, that's how they that's how they do everything how would you rate yourself yeah. at work seven pass okay yeah. Yeah. but you outperformed everyone seven solid seven i'm a humble man it's yeah no you're not being humble you're, you're just lying to yourself that's it you're just lying to yourself so like when when my jank deck well like if you're playing on a second uh like a seven my jank deck can keep pace with you okay if you're sitting down and I'm playing against you and you're outperforming me 
well, I turn four and you're threatening to kill someone on the board, you are not a seven. I don't bloody care what you say. That is not a seven. Okay. Sure, sometimes it might be luck, but even then, you're you're you know like sandbag. You know, just just be be that kind of person. Would be like, okay, you know what? Like, let's slow it down. Let's let everyone have fun. Like self. Like you gotta be truthful to yourself. You self police yourself first. You know, before you police the, the the crowd and everything, or police the group. But like, you gotta be truthful to yourself first. When I do my threat assessment of my own deck, and I say this is a power level, whatever, I look at what will stop me. So like I, I base it a little bit on that. And it's like, if I'm left alone, what will stop me, right? Am I going to ramp out? And if my answer to that question is what will stop me, and it's the the only answer is the will of God, then it's probably not a seven. It's, it, you know what I mean? It's probably like, oh, okay, this is serious, right? It's the, you can't just, like you said, if you're running away on turn three, turn four, and you're just constantly in a dominant position, tune it down. But like, like it, it, it's a good it's a good time to get in if you're playing but like it's uh it's a scary time if you've got a collection they are dropping values mm-hmm. yeah yeah but wizards wizards has got to slow down bringing out the sets we gotta they gotta let us have time to enjoy the sets let it simmer you know don't touch it just let it go let it percolate <clears throat> like like slothy said like go back to uh the block sets you know and like let us enjoy the flavor of each set agreed mm-hmm. yeah so like i know it's all about money but still anyways <laughs> i wrap there i like that um yes i want to know really quick let me hit my button uh, I, I do want to know like what everyone thinks of the format like do you think it's in a good place are you happy with what you're seeing how like how do you feel what's your opinion on the state that'll be the spotify question too if you see it so it's what do you, what do you think the state is a good time to play is a bad time are you happy with the direction unhappy let us know um all of our content can be found on into the 99.com we have great articles we've got lots of stuff lots of youtube videos a lot of gameplay stuff going to be coming out in the new year which should be a lot of fun so make sure you check it out uh new episodes are every week sunday so subscribe if you're not and give us a rating why not you know go say five stars go say you know what daniel's right daniel is right psychrift isn't a great card and here's why give me a thesis statement in the ratings but yeah actually do do like share subscribe and rate it it does help us uh get noticed on like any of the apple or itunes kind of things spotify as well uh if you want to support us above and beyond that come over to patreon lots of great deck discussions lots of lots of fun times and and just great great people we appreciate everyone on patreon who's always there so thank you guys who are here supporting us and if you're thinking that you've got some value out of the show come come say hello to us and yeah with that that's the end of my rant oh and uh abyss proxy shop if you if you must play your jeweled lotuses you know and you don't want to crack 500 set boosters just saying just saying i'm sure he can cut you a deal um if you do again promo code it99 at the abyss proxy shop and that's it that's it I'm, i wrap there i've gone long enough bye guys See ya. Happy New Year. Happy New Year's. Happy New Year. The Happy New Year. All right, we're still here. Thanks for listening.